Bays on the Bays. Four lines from the bottom. The last one line was Shane. The first word on the next line is Regal. We put a diamond around that. That corresponded to the diamond that we had on the seventh line from the top of Karen, because there was a Bryce right before that that said there are th- like three categories in shore, Karen, Shane, and Regal. So we did Karen, and we were trying to see if that Rav Papa statement would apply to Karen, that sometimes you have the Tolda like the Av, sometimes not, but it didn't. So now let's try on Shane and Regal. Well, Shane and Regal, Hechi Ksivi. Uh, where is it that they are uh, written? And then the other things that uh, the uh, Mishnah on Bezim and Olive mentioned, we're going to get to all those uh, through the Daf here on Daf Gimel. So where is it written? Well, this on you have a Bryce. The Bryce goes to the third word on Gimel Amad Olive. Box it off. There's a Pasuk um, in Shmais Chaf Bez, Pasuk uh, Dalid. And it has the uh, terms um, Vishilach and Ubir. Right, Veshilach has Beiroi, Ubir Vesteyacher. Now those two terms, Veshilach, that's the term, Zeharega, that refers to the damage known as Rega that an animal do um, as it is uh, walking along. Now that would be the um, Rego. Vechenuoimer, we even have another Pasuk in Isaiah that uh, connects those two, that Veshilach term, to uh, to walking on top of something and, and destroying it, mishalche regel, those that send forth the regel of the shore and the chamor, of the ox and the donkey. So you see there's a connection between shin uh, and uh, regel. Kama, ubir, that's another word from the Pasuk in Shmois 22.4. Um, that, and literally beer is to consume, um, zehashen, that's referring to uh, shen, uh, uh, tooth or uh, eating, v'chein oimer, Similarly, we have a puzzle that connects the term ubir um, to that, because it says ka'asher yiva'er ha'galala tumai, like uh, would be consumed uh, by the tooth, by the shein, uh, galala is a tooth, ad tumai. And it's called, the tooth is called galal because sometimes it's migula, sometimes it's not. If the mouth is open, you can see the teeth. If the lips are together, you can't see the teeth. That's the end of the Tanaic source, so maybe uh, let's try shein and regal. Now, before we even analyze it, let's go over the two parts of the Bryce that we just had. Amar Mar. I put a triangle around this Amar Mar. And about nine lines later, last word on line is Ubier. There's another triangle around that Amar Mar. Okay, here's the first. Amar Mar. We quote the Bryce that we just had for about a line and a half, right angles. The Pasuk says, Vishilach, Zeharegel, Vacheno Aimer. We have that connection, Meshalche Regla, Shor, Vachamor. Now, from the fact that the um, Bryce had to bring this other Pasuk, Apparently, taima dekas rachmana. The reason why we know that is because the um, verse in the Tanakh says a quote: "Mishal chamor." The implication is that if it didn't have, if we didn't have that pasuk, halav If we didn't have that pasuk in uh, Yeshaya, Perik thirty-two, um, mukmis la. Like, how else would you understand the term ve shilach? Because the other things that it could possibly be, we already have psukim for. E, Karen, if we would say that Shilach refers to Karen, Ksiv, that's already written. E, if we say to refer to Shane, we already have a pus for that also, Ksivi. Well, no, the Gemara explains, Itzrich. It would still be necessary to bring that Pasuk in Yeshaya. Why? What would you have thought otherwise? I might have thought to say, Edi ve Edi, that both the term Vishilach and the term Ubier are both going on 
shane on uh, that type of damage that's done on uh, literally the the tooth um the eating that the animal would do why would you have two terms colon karna one of them would be Mechalia literally means like uh, finished off karna, the, the principle, which would mean, imagine if there was uh, something in the ground and the animal ate it along with the roots, he ate all of it. That would be the term um, ubier and the term vishilach ha deloy mechalia karna. We just ate part of it. That's what I would have thought. And both of them would be referring to Shane. Kama kamash malan. Uh, that's what we're told by the additional... Um, that actually Vishilach was referring to not Shane, but Regel. Okay. Now that we see that the term Vishilach is Regel, then that other issue, which we just brought up, of a Shane, if the animal eats it, but doesn't eat all of it, just like part of it, Minalan, where we know that the owner of the animal would be Chayiv, well, Dumya de Regel, because it would be similar to Regel. What's the nature of regel? Ma regel. Loishna mechalia karna. If it kind of walks over something, it doesn't make a difference whether it totally uh, destroys it. Loishna loy mechalia karna. If it doesn't totally destroy it, there's going to be liability for whatever the damage was. Afshain, so too, when it comes to shain uh, eating, loishna mechalia karna, that it completely destroyed all of it that was there before. The loishna, and it also makes no difference if it's lo mechalia karna. Period. Amar mar. We have uh, another triangle here because this is the. Second part of that, Bryce, that we're going to analyze now, I put the right angles in for the next line and a half. The Pusuk says, Ubir. Now, the Bryce told us that's referring to Shane, that's referring to the damage that an animal could cause by eating something. And similarly, it has a Pusuk, and we brought a Pusuk now from uh, Malachim that connects Ubir to uh, eating. It says, Kasher Yivar Hagalal Ad Tumoy. That's the end of the quote of the Bryce. I close the right angle. Um, Okay, so we're going to analyze this part of the b'risa, same way we analyze the first part of the b'risa. Apparently then, by bringing that pasuk in Malachim, what the implication is, taima de kasav rachmana, that the, I usually say rachmana is the merciful one, meaning the merciful one in the chamish chamshay Torah. Here these are pasukim from Navi, so we're using it more broadly, that it was written in Tanakh, ka'asher yivar ha'galal atumoy. That's the reason that I would know the connection between um, ubir, meaning shane. Ha lav hachi. Let's say it hadn't been written like uh, Yivar Hagalel. Then b'mayu kimnala. How else would I establish its meaning to be? Like what else could it possibly mean? Shmais chaf beis. Well, e karen. If you would think that would mean karen, ksiv. That's already written elsewhere. E regel. Ksiv. That's also already written. So why do you need it? Here's why. It's strich. Here's why you need to have that puzzle from Allah brought. Because I might have thought again edividi that both of the shilach term and the beer term. Is going on regel. Oh. Well, why would there be two different terms for regel? The beer term would be de ozil memela, which just kind of going on its own and it does some damage. And the ha, the other term, the vishilach term, is de shalach where it was sent specifically, let's say, by its owner, and they would both be talking about regel, kamash malan, the um, positive of kasher yivar, that actually. The term ubir is referring to Shane. Okay. Kama. Vahash, now that we've just established uki, hasha uki, now that we've established that the beer term is going on Shane, which is what the Bryce told us, and we even have a support for it, then regel da'azma melem and How do you know that a, a regel that just uh, sort of the animal went on its own, that there'd be a chiyuv? Well, 
because it's similar to Shane. Ma Shane, when it comes to the animal eating, Loishna Shalcha Shluchi doesn't make a difference if the owner sent it to eat. Loishna Da'azam a mailer went on his own and ate and caused damage. Af Regel, so to the Regel liability, Loishna Shalcha Shluchi, if it was sent by the owner that he would be responsible, Loishna Azlam a mailer, the animal just went off on its own. Period. Okay, the Gemara has a question. This question takes about four and a half lines to develop. And it starts here. The Lichtai Rachmana, well then, why not just have the Pasuk use the term in quotation marks here, Vishilach, comma, the Loboi, and I wouldn't need the term Ubir. Just use the Vishilach term. Because we see the Vishilach term, Demashma number one, Regel, Umashma number two, Shane. Like without the additional verses, it could mean either one. Colon, as we see, Mashma Regal, I underline Dixiv, Mishalche Regal we've already had that Pasuk. Also, Mashma Shane, that term Vishilach could imply uh, Shane, like the eating of something, Kedixiv, like, uh, and here's a Pasuk, uh, new Pasuk for us, Dvarim Lamed Beis, Vishane Behemois Ashalachbam. You have the term Shane and the Shin Lamed Ches word in the same phrase. So why not just write Vishilach and you don't need a beer? Well, here's why. If not for the fact that we also had the additional word of ubir, Havamina would have thought oiha, oiha. In other words, either vishilach or ubir. It's one of the two, but not both. O regel matsui, and I would have thought it would be referring to regel because that's a more common sort of damage that occurs. Or Shane, maybe, or maybe I'd say it was referring to just Shane because there's an actual um, benefit, a, a physical um, pleasure that is achieved by the animal doing it. And that's why I had to, even though the Shilach term was written and it could imply regular and could imply Shane, to know that it's both also have the beer term. Okay, now if the Shilach could imply either one, Michti, Shkulin, Hain, they're basically... Both, whether it's Shane or Regal, fit equally well into the Vishilach term. When you have two possibilities of what a phrase in the Torah could mean, just assume that it means both of them, because neither one of them has any more reason to be there than the other. And and then, once again, just say the Vishilach term, and it would mean both. No, says the Gemara, it's true. It'd still be necessary, even though the Shilach term was taught, to also say the Beer term. Why? I thought to say, when is it? Maybe you'd be Chayev right for Shane and Chayev for Regal when the owner of the animal specifically sent the animal to do those types of damages. For the Shane or Regal. But if the animal just went on its own, maybe not. That is what we are taught by the Vashilach term as well as the Ubir term, the two of them together. Okay, so now we've got to uh, understand what Shane and Regal were there written. Well, what's the told of Shane? I double underline told of Shane. As long as we're double underlining, uh, five lines later, the last term in the line is told of Regal. I double underline told of Regal. About six, seven lines below that, first term in the line is that told of, in the middle of that line it says told of Debor. I double underline told of Debor. If you flip the page, Talmud Bays. On about the seventh, eighth line, first word in the line is Papa. And then it says Tolda de Bave. I double underline Tolda de Bave. And then about eight lines below that, first word on line is De Aish. After that, it says Tolda de Aish. And I double underline Tolda de Aish. We're, we're going through all the different possibilities here. Let's go back to where we were by Tolda of Shame. So 
So Tolda of Shane asked the Gemara now, my he, what would be a Tolda of Shane? Well, um, the nature of Shane, we know what that is. Uh, it, it sort of does something because it, it feels it gets a Hana uh, from it. Well, there's other type of things like Nishak. It, it rubbed itself up against a wall to, uh, I don't know, scratch an itch that it had, and, like, the wall fell down. That was the damage. Or the tinfa peiros lanasa, or it, like, it got great pleasure from rolling around in, in uh, the strawberries you just picked, and then it ruined those strawberries. Okay, that would be the tolda. Well, is this Rafapa's tolda, which is not like the Av, the Rafapa that we have on the fourth line of the previous Amud? Let's see. Maishna, Shane, well then what would be a difference between Shane itself, what's the nature of the damage of Shane to Yesh, A, B, and C, A, Hanallah, Zekoi, B, Mamoincha, and C, Shmira, Selecha, number one, the uh, animal doing it ha- has a benefit from it, um, it's also Mamoincha, the person who owns the animal, it's his animal, and the responsibility to watch is Shmira, Selecha, Hani, Nami, the Toltas of Shane also have the same characteristics, there's Hanallah, Zekan, Mamoincha, Shmira, Selecha, Ella, we're going to have to look further. Must be the told of the Shane is just like Shane. Vichy Kamarapapa, and Rapapa said his statement. Maybe it's going on told de Regel. Okay, told de Regel. We had double on told de Regel. My he, what would be the told of Regel? So uh, Regel is as it's walking along it, uh, it steps on something and ruins it or crushes it. Well, Hezeka Begufa Derechilucha, or Besaara. It damages something with its body. It rubs its body up against not its feet crushed something, but its body rubbed up against something as it was walking, or its hair uh, uh, bumped into something or, or got stuck on something and caused damage. Or or the load that it was carrying, or the bit in its mouth, or the bell around its neck, uh, any of those things, but as it was walking, that thing uh, came into contact with something else and damaged it. Okay. Well, the Gemara now clarifies, Maishna Regel, when it comes to Regel, what's the essential nature of the uh, damage called Regel? It's quite common. Animals walk around all the time. And it's your animal. And the responsibility watches on you. Well, Hani Nami, these types of things, like um, if it is walking along and its hair gets caught into something, is Ella Tolda de Regel, is also like Regel. Haninami hezekan matsui umamayin choshmirasan alecha ela tolda the regel guess what the tolda of regel is just like regel so we're gonna have to look further vikikamara papa and rapapa said what he said it must be going on tolda what's the next in the list of the mishnah if we've just gone through the first first for sure the second of nazikin is boar so maybe it's tolda de boar double underline tolda de boar here we go tolda de boar my nihu what's the toldas of boar now, the basic quality of boars is in the Rishas Harabim. Somebody dug a hole, left it uh, open. Um, what would be the Ava? would be the Tolda? Well, Elaim, I squiggle, underline the Elaim. And three lines from the bottom, fourth word on line is L, I squiggle, underline that as well. Elaim, back to where we are. Elaim, that the Av equals Yud, comma, and the Tolda equals Tes, meaning the Av would be a pit that was dug that was ten Tvachim deep. And the tolda is a pit that was dug that was nine tefach deep. Well, the thing is, lo tishak sivi v'loi asara sivi. Neither of them is written at all in the pasuk, whether it's ten deep, whether it's nine deep, and we're certainly assuming now that the av has to at least be sourced in some way in the pasuk. Well, the Gemara says halay kasha. That wouldn't be a difficulty because the pasuk itself says the hames 
Yihi Eloi. Now, clearly, if there's a mace, the animal did die as it fell in. So, or it fell in and, and it died because of the falling in. So, Hamesi Eloi, connector Amarachmana, is what the Pasuk said. And that we know the rabbis have established, Rekimli the Rabbanan, that a pit that's 10 or more deep, Avdin Misa, is likely to cause the animal that falls into it to die. Whereas Kamatesha, the nine tefach deep pit, Nezikinavdi, comma connector, misalayavdi. It will damage the t- typical fall into a nine tefach pit, will damage the animal, but not cause death. Maybe that's the case. Well, says the Gemara, Saif Saif, the ten tefach deep pit is an av, lemisa, for causing an animal that falls into it to die. The nine tefach deep pit is an av. It's also an av, but it's an av le nizakin for damages. Ella, so I squiggle underline the Ella. We're still looking for the tolda of boar. Ella, um, if you're going to try to find Rav Papa's tolda, which is not like the av, how about this? Um, it's not a boar itself, but it's something that's very similar to a boar. Let's say somebody leaves like a big boulder or a rock or his load just out there in the Rishos Harabim haphazardly. The person left Rishos Harabim? Just like a person digs a pit in Rishos Harabim and leaves it there, so if he leaves these things, those would be the toldos. Well, let's look a little bit further into it. How exactly did the package get left in the Rishos Harabim or the knife get left there? Or the big boulder. Well, if the person put him down, e de afkarinu from the word hefkari, put him down and declared that they were ownerless. Well, being the rav, ben le shmuel, hainu bor. Now, rav and shmuel, we're going to see a uh, uh The Rashi brings a couple times to send off chafches uh, when we get there. But essentially, their uh, issue is that if. It was made hefker, then Ben Lerav Ben Lishmuel, who argue, they both agree that it's essentially a bore, because they both hold that if there's something that can cause potential damage, that a person just makes mafgir, it makes hefker, and there's a sarabim, that's the same thing as a bore. Uh, and then it would be exactly the same. If somebody left, let's say, a package or a, a sharp knife out there and wasn't mafkarit, well then, colon e, I squiggle on this word e, and one line later in the middle of the line, I squiggle on the next word e, we'll see either like Shmuel or like Rav. What does he say about that? He says, kulam, like any stumbling block that you would leave out in the Shusharabim. We learn from Bor. Well, I knew Bor, then it's basically the exact same principles. Kama vi Rav, who says that if you leave like a package or a, a sharp knife out in the Rishos Harabim, Damar Kulam Mishayroi Madnu, and we actually learn it from the damage of Shore, well then once again, Hainu, Shore. Now, according to Shmuel, Maishna um, Bor, Shechain, let's compare them. If you have a boar, what's the nature of a pit someone dug and left it in the Rishos Harabim uncovered? As you're digging it, when you dig a pit, I can understand that that would cause damage to someone who's just a It's your responsibility. You dug it. You have to watch it and take care of it and make sure no one gets damaged. Any package left in Rishus Harabim is also. If you just like leave it there, you can assume that someone might stumble over it, might bang into it. It's yours. And you have to guard it. Guess what? Ke bor. It's just like bor. 
So we got to look a little bit further. Rapapa, Rapapa said his din that, oh, sometimes the tolda is different. That maybe is going on. Tolda de mave. I double in line tolda de mave. The Gemara wants to clarify now. My nihu. Well, to figure out what the tolda mave is, you have to figure out what is mave. And that, that picture that I sent you, even before Daf Beis, you see mave, there's a, a whole bunch of different opinions as to what mave actually is. So, uh, my nihu. What is mave? Colon. E lishmul, I squiggle under the word E. And two lines later, second word of line is E, I also squiggle under that. If you want to say we're going like Shmuel de Amr, who says Mave, oh, you know what Mave is? It's Shane, it's the animal eating something. Well, we already said, Haukimna told us a Shane is just like Shane. So that can't be it. E la Rav de Amar Mave is something else. It's something we haven't uh, touched upon. It's actually a person who does the damage, that it would be Adam. Okay, so it's Adam. Let's figure out what would be the Av and what would be the Tolda. My avos, who my toldos is bay. Where would there be like avos? Where would there be toldos? And well, if you want to try to suggest this, that you know what the av of the nezik of Adam would be v'chitema av equals nior, comma and tolda equals yashan. The av would be if the person damages when the person's awake, and the tolda would be if the person damages when they are asleep. Well, that can't be because v'hatsnan we have a. Misha, which we'll see a little bit later on in this Masechta, it uh, box it off, it goes for all the seven words. Adam is muad. Any damage they cause, they can assume that they are fully responsible for it. La'olam ben er ben yoshan. Whether they are wide awake and cognizant, whether they're asleep and have no idea, they're totally considered muad and responsible. So that can't be it. Ella, maybe it's uh, talking about this when it talks about a person. I squiggle in on the Ella. Ella akichoi vinioi. Kicha is either uh, saliva or phlegm, comes from the mouth. Niai would be uh, mucus uh, from the nose. It's uh, damage using uh, one of those things. Well, hechi dummy, the Gemara wants a little bit of uh, specificity. How did the uh, mucus or the phlegm or the uh, saliva damage something? Let's uh, analyze this. Colon. If... The uh, I don't know the mucus went flying out of his nose, and as it was bahadi daazli, as it was in flight, so to speak, kamazki, it did damage. Well, that's then a very clear, very clear case of koychay have. That's a person does something. The koyach from that person is just considered a extension of the person, and any damage that it causes will be just like the person. If the damage that the phlegm or the mucus did was ebus or denayich, he like coughed up a phlegm ball or blew out some mucus from his nose onto the ground and it came to rest, well then ben Ravu ben Shmuel, that would be the same case as boar. It's something where someone could slip on. Um, Ella, tolda de mave, it must be that the tolda of mave, either way you look at what mave is, is like mave. Okay, so we're still looking. V'chikamar of Papa, when Papa said his din, that sometimes the toldas are not similar uh, in the way we treat them to the Av, that must be on the tolda de Eish. Now, what was Eish? If we look back at our Mishnah, um, let's see, Ashur, Bor, Mava, Hever. And Hever, on the little chart that I sent down, uh, everyone agrees, is Eish. So we're uh, we basically reached the end of the list. We're talking about the tolda de Eish. Okay, well, comma, tolda de Eish. We double and blind that. My Nihu, what is the tolda of Eish? Well, Elema, like Eish causes damage. It, it like, uh, spreads and causes damage. Well, if you want to say that the tolda is avanai, sakinai, umasa'oi, shehinicham bereish gagoi venaf luberuach mitsuya veheziko. In this case, it would be, let's say, a rock or a knife or some sort of package that you left 
up on a high area, like on, on a roof, and it ended up going outside of itself, meaning like a, a normal, regular wind came and blew, and it was such that, uh, well, you should have assumed that if a regular common wind came and it blew and then did damage that way, well, hey, dummy. Uh, again, what precisely, how did this damage occur? Colon. If it damaged, let's say that knife, as it was falling off the roof, it was falling off, and as it was falling off, it did damage. Hainu, Aish. Well, then that would be exactly the same as Aish, which uh, uh, it goes beyond what it was uh, moments earlier and does damage. Colon, connector, Maishna Aish. Well, how that, would that be any different than the uh, potential damage that Aish could cause? The Koyach Acher Me'urov Behen. When it comes to Aish, it's some other, it's basically the wind. If you just have. Um, no, no wind, nothing blowing it to, to go further that doesn't spread. So there's a koach acher that is mixed along with it that causes it to do lots of damage. Uma and it's yours, the shmiras and you have the responsibility to oversee it. Well, then, uh, you know, a rock or a, a knife that, uh, you left on the side of the roof. Hani nami, it was a wind that blew it off, but it was not much of a strong wind. It's yours, uh, you should uh, be in charge of making sure it's uh, guarded properly. Ella, rather, a school under the Ella, and we seem to be at a dead end here. Told is Ke'esh. Okay, we've gone through all four Avais Nazikin. We have uh, mentioned all the um, subcategories in Shore, such as Karen, Shane, and Regal. So let's go back to the beginning, says the Gemara. Ella, uh, Tolda. Um, Ella told the Aishes Keish, the Chikamara Papa told the Regel. One second, we started with Regel. So the Gemara says, Regel? Question mark, comma, connector. Ha'ukimna told the Regel Keregel. We already did this. We went through this again. Uh, we went through this already once that uh, told the Regel is like Regel. So the Gemara clarifies that the type of damage we're talking about is a unique exception. It's Bechatsi Nezik Tsroirais to Hilchasagamirila. What is Chatsi Nezik Tsroirais? So it's uh, some sort of paying half damages for some sort of pebbles. That is Allah Mosh It says Rashi right across from here. Deeper Master Chatsi Nezik Tsroirais. Shahaisa Maleches, the animal is walking. And it like shot out some little pebbles from underneath its feet. Let's say it broke somebody's uh, uh, crystal uh, bowl. De Kaimalan, we know de Hilchasagamiri, Lalamoshimisinas, That damage is looked at as a mominous type of damage and not a kanas. Even though normally the half damages that are paid for an animal that gores, that's only a tom, have a kanas, and hi, this chatzinazik is palganizkama mainu, is viewed as a mominous payment. And therefore, hilkach, I double in on the hilkach, lav tolda de karen, who it's not a tolda of karen, ila de regel, it's a subcategory of regel, de mikoyach regel, who dasu, it basically came from underneath his foot. The other hand, it's not really like regel. The regel mishnal nezik shalim. Regel pays a full uh, damages, whereas this only doesn't. This only pays half a high new, and that is the rapapa. So back in the Gemara, chatz nezik stories to hilchasagamirila, and the Gemara now says va'amai karila tolda de regel. Why then is it referred to as a tolda of regel if it's not exactly regel like? Well, l'shalim min ha'aliyah. 
that if it does damage more, normally, let's say if you have an animal, the animal is worth $20. Uh, you can never pay damages more than the $20, which is the, the animal, the, your animal that did the damage is worth. But um, when it comes to regel, you could at times have to pay even more, like of your own pocket, than what the uh, animal is worth. Asks the Gemara, Vaha mi boyi Rava. But one second, didn't Rava ask us a question? In other words, we don't have clarity on this. Debai Rava, Rava asked, Chatzin is extraireis. Is it mi gufoi mishalim? Is it only up to the value of the animal that did the damage that is paid? Omin ha'aliyah mishalim. Or if whatever has to be paid is even more than the value of the animal that has to be paid. So how could we uh, state this with absolute clarity when uh, Rava wasn't sure about it? And the Gemara says, that's not a problem. Because the Rava, true, according to Rava, he had a question. Whether Chasnez Xeris has paid me gufoy, me aliyah. However, who was the one who made the comment on the top of Beis Amid Beis? The Rav Papa, Pshitale. Okay, so Rav Papa, it was, he, he didn't have a issue with it. Rava did. Just to conclude for uh, Daf Gimel, the Gemara now asks the Rava, Dimi Bayale. According to Rava, who wasn't sure which one it is, then Amai Karila told it to Regal. Why would it fall into the category of Regal? Maybe it should fall under some other category. Well, the reason why he uh, subcategorized it under Regal is that it was similar to Petra Birishusarabim. Uh, that if the damage was under Shusarabim, Regal doesn't pay for damage under Shusarabim, only when it goes into like somebody else's house, somebody else's backyard, somebody else's field. Um, as opposed to Karen, that damage does get uh, have to be uh, paid in the Rishusarabim. Adkan.